The Hoffman Show here on the Team 980, of course, your home for Wizards basketball. And joining us now is the point guard of a team on a two-game winning streak. That's right, your Washington Wizards. Uh, and Tyus Jones is with us. Uh, Tyus, appreciate your time, man. And for you, uh, that game last night, uh, extra special. You get to play against your brother, uh, which, by the way, second time in 10 days uh, that you guys played the Spurs. Is that fun for you, getting to play, Trey? Is it nerve-wracking? Like, you're just uh, you're nervous about your your parents like you know having to, to pick a, a side on that given night or what's it like for you playing your brother oh uh, no it's uh you know it's very enjoyable it's um you know i've said it before it's always um you know those are you know moments you dream of um you know as, as kids growing up playing in the backyard playing in the house things like that just you know playing in, in the nba um but for them to to really come come to fruition it's uh you know, it's, it's a dream come true. And so every time we get a chance to, to share the floor, uh, we just really embrace that, enjoy it, um, savor it, um, just, just not take it for granted. Uh, but the family, yeah, I think the family gets to enjoy it. We have a bunch of family that comes to the game. We get to match up against each other. And our mom's probably the, the one who takes it, who gets the most, um, you know, worked up about it. Um, just being, having to, to, uh, you know, you, you're not playing playing sides, um, but at the same time, she enjoys it as well just because she knows, you know, how blessed we are to be in that situation. No doubt, but it's got to be hard when you guys are both starting and, like, you're guarding each other. Like, there's no, like, oh, you can root for Tyus on one end and Trey on the other. Like, when y'all are guarding each other, that's that's got to be brutal on mom. No, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's either cheering for every, every bucket of the game or she's <laughs> kind of just not cheering at all, just sitting there enjoying the game. So, yeah, it's, it's got to be a little, a little stressful for her. For sure. Um, now, of course, you guys uh, in playing the Spurs also playing Victor Wimbanyama. And he did a couple things in the game last night that just like normal-sized human beings, even NBA-sized human beings can't do, that block that he had with the two hands. And, um, you know, he, he had that one fast-break layup where you were chasing him down. I was rooting for you on the chase-down block, bro. I'm, I'm gotta, <laughs> you know, we were, we were waiting for it. And he just kind of place the ball in the basket like when you're in the NBA yeah. you see a lot of crazy stuff but the stuff that he's doing I don't even say for his age because it's not really about how old he is but when you watch him like how different is it um it's unreal honestly there's uh I haven't seen anything like him um ever when it comes to basketball and I think a lot of other people will tell you the same thing just um at his size um the you know the length you know, that he has, but also his skill set. He's putting the ball on the ground. He's shooting. He, his, you know, his movements are fluid. Uh, so it's, he's really just, you know, one of one. And it's, it's, it's really impressive and kind of crazy um, how he's able to, you know, do so many different things on the court so well and, and kind of dominate. And for it being his rookie year, um, you know, it's kind of scary to think about uh, what his, what his ceiling could be because he's only going to improve and get better, and, you know, learn the game, the NBA game more and figure out his, his style of play even more and continue to hone in on his crafts and his, and his skill set. So it's, it's unreal. Um, and then obviously, you know, seeing it in person, um, up close and personal rather than, um, on TV, um, it just really puts in perspective, like, you know, how tall he is and how crazy the things he's doing on the court is, the, 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 the ground he covers, things right. like that. So, My favorite still, I think, is when Joel passed him a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, Joel went on to score 70 in that game, so it turned out just fine for him. But he, when Joel Embiid walks past you and kind of gives you that look, like, that's a big dude. Like, 
that's a big dude because uh, Joel's yeah. <laughs> every bit of seven. Joel is not small. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, Tyus Jones, Wizards point guard, is with us here on the Hoffman Show. Uh, so obviously uh, on the home side of things, uh, a couple of games now with Brian Keefe taking over for Wes. What has he brought to you guys? What's been the difference these last couple of games? Uh, you know, obviously that first one, it's the second of a back-to-back. So I don't know how much really felt different that first night. But him having a couple of days here to to put his imprint on it and change and tweak, what has been the difference for Brian and, and, and what have you made of him as a coach? Yeah, Brian is awesome. Uh, you know, just a, a straightforward, straight shooter. Um, you know, just gen- very genuine guy. Uh, so everyone, um, you know, from top to bottom in the organization respects him and um, was happy for him to, you know, for him getting this opportunity is something he worked, you know, he's worked for. Uh, so everyone supported, you know, him and in, in that decision. Um, but what he just brings to the table is he's just very blunt. Um, he's a no nonsense type of guy, a little more old school, I would say, um, for um, kind of this generation of basketball, um, just a little more hard nosed. Uh, you know, tougher, a tougher coach. He's going to, you know, he's, he's calling guys out. He's holding guys to a, a very high standard, you know, accountability wise. And that's just something that we, you know, we kind of needed at this, at this moment. Um, and it's been, you know, you know, supported. It's been, um, you know, taken very well by everybody. And uh, we're going to continue to try to build, to build on that. It's been a, a good couple first, you know, first few games and, um, yeah, just trying to implement kind of his schemes and his philosophies and stuff. It's, it's hard to do middle of the season, uh, but I think he's doing a good job of kind of slowly integrating his system and his, his schemes and his verbiage and stuff like that, um, you know, because it is tough to do, you know, in the full full swing of the season, but it's a, kind of a fluid situation. So um, he's doing well. He's got everyone's support and everyone's following his lead. So I was uh, going back, Tyus, because I remember when we talked uh, in, in the bowels of Capital One Arena on Media Day during the preseason, and we were talking about leadership and that word accountability. I was going back and listening to that interview because I remember we had stuck a pin in, in a couple of things. And it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. to go back and listen to the thoughts from the preseason because you talked about the challenge of leading and coming in for a new group and how you had found this this nice balance for yourself as a leader in Memphis, uh, especially, and, and even since, you know, at that point playing pickup games and stuff here where you were able to push people and you talked about accountability and that maybe there were even times that not all your teammates were going to like you. So when you talk about this stuff with Brian, I, I'm assuming for you, there's been some challenges in trying to get everybody where, you know, and you guys and you and Coos and everybody's talked about this. So this is not like spilling state secrets here, but, um, and, and the record is what it is. So I, I'm curious for you what the challenge has been like leading this year because everyone around the team seems to feel like there's a lot more in this team than the record has shown. Yeah, 100%. We don't we feel like our record doesn't really represent who we are as a team or who the, you know, who we have in that locker room. Um and I think going back to even, you know, preseason um, or into the summer like we thought um going into the year, um you know, we just held ourselves to a much much higher standard and what we envisioned the season would look like. So, um, you know, that part had been frustrating and, um, you know, kind of difficult to navigate just, you know, when you're not winning games, it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of weight, a lot of frustration, you know, and different things that come with that. Um, and so we just kind of looked at this, 
you know, as a, you know, almost like a fresh start. You know what I mean? I know you're, you're halfway through the season. Your record is what it is. Other teams, you know, record is what it is. You're, you know, where we're at in the standings, um, whatever it may be. But, um, we try to just look at it as like a fresh start. Let's, let's continue to try to build. Let's, let's start to build something, you know, fresh and new here. Um, and just show that, you know, we're, we aren't that team that we have been the first, you know, whatever it was, 41, 42 games of the year. And let's, uh, you know, start to, you know, try to put together some good basketball here, build some good habits. The last, um, you know, 38, 37 games of the, of the season. And that's, uh, I think we're off to a, a pretty good start. Ty, um, I can, yeah, I can now tell you definitely don't listen to the show because if you're if you're worried about getting math correct on this show, this is the wrong show for that. So whatever number of games <laughs> you said is is apt. Whatever Tyus says, everybody, that is good on the number of games. We do not do math on this show. Um, one more one more thing on this, uh, and then I want to ask you about uh, I want to ask you about Marvin, uh, who's come over and done such a good job for you to wrap things up on a high note here. But you know, wh- I, I guess the question, Tyus, who I would ask is like, what was the disconnect? Because everyone says the right things. Now the leaders are saying the right things. And it seems like you guys have such a good group. And yet the accountability wasn't there. And the the things that you guys are trying to correct now with Brian weren't happening with Wes. And it's not like you guys didn't like Wes. Everybody loves Wes as a person. So I, I don't know if it's something you can put your finger on in the middle of a season or it's something where if we talk next summer, you'll be able to have a better feel for it. But like, what, where was that disconnect, do you think, over that first 40-whatever games it was? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I can, I can, like you said, put my finger on one specific thing. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just think, again, it's a, it's a, probably a combination of, of a few things. I don't know if, whether it was the buy-in, um, you know, from one through 15, I don't know if the buy-in was completely there with everything we were doing. I don't know if, I mean, obviously when you're not winning games, um, and you're, and you're losing, that starts to take a toll um, in, you know, the process of building and continuing to try to take steps forward as a team, uh, not only individually, but as a team and as a unit. And so some of, some of the, you know, negative habits, I think, start to creep in um, when you're not winning, winning a lot of games or not winning as many, as much as, as everyone was hoping. Uh, so I think it was just kind of a combination of things. And I don't think it's necessarily one specific thing, but, Again, sometimes it just gets to the point where there just needs to be a kind of a new voice, um, you know, leading the charge and a new voice up front, but, you know, for guys to kind of, you know, follow and uh, get on board with. And that's just, I think, where we, we got to. We got to that point in the season. And um, it's not, not saying Wes isn't a good coach or, or is a bad guy or anything like that. Like you said, it's just I think it's a combination of things and the situation and kind of where, where we were at as a team and as an organization. And um, all you can do is, uh, you know, tip your cap uh, to Wes and wish him, you know, well in the, in the, in the future. And I know he's sticking around with the organization um, in the front office role. So he's still trying to, um, you know, help us improve just in a, in a different facet. And, uh, you know, we're following, you know, a new voice now um, as far as, you know, uh, B. Keith goes, and um, we're gonna again try to look at it as, as kind of like a new, you know, new new start for us, and try to build something here the last couple months of the season. 
Yeah, no doubt. Sometimes that's pro basketball. All right, last thing for Tyus yeah. Jones. Uh, your fellow Duke guy, Marvin Bagley, comes over. He's been fantastic. Um, obviously, the depth behind Gaff was, was an issue, and so you address that on a team level. But what's, what's it been like for you? I'm guessing you've known Marvin for a while. Um, so, like, what's it been like for you to see him succeed where, you know, obviously as a former number two pick, his career probably hasn't gone how he's wanted, but he's, he seems to be thriving here in D.C. What's that been like to watch? Um, it's been amazing. It's been awesome to watch and to see uh, the early success that he's had here. Um, again, it's, uh, you know, sometimes in this, in this, you know, business, it's just situational. It's, it's, you know, what's going on where you're currently at. It's opportunity based. Um, there's so many different factors that play into things that um, sometimes, you know, a new, a new start is, is best for people. Um are best for teams and and i think you know for him that's a it's a prime example of that he's came over here and it's not like all of a sudden um he got new basketball skills you know what i mean so it's like he's 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 you know had this um in the tank and um it's just uh, a little bit better situation for him so far um and he's energized by it and ready for the opportunity you know since the day he's got here and he just wanted to you know play basketball um and try to help impact winning um and for me you know obviously i've i've known him for a little while now and i've seen you know the talent and what he's capable of so just trying to help him get acclimated uh, as quickly as and best as possible uh, from my standpoint um but also he's just you know brought you know kind of a, a jolt of, of energy to the team um just his style of play um what he brings you know to the to the table um and then he's also yeah just added some some, you know, needed depth uh, to the center position, um, you know, that we kind of needed all year. And so I think we're seeing the benefits of that now. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Wizards next up against the Clippers Wednesday night, 645 pregame, 7 o'clock tip here on the Team 980. It's Tyus Jones, everybody. Tyus, thank you for your time as always. My God, appreciate you. Thank you for having me.